Hello, and welcome to the first episode of We, we Go, Go Off. <laughs> my name is Ethan. And my name is Pam. And we're just two besties who are trying to navigate this fucking crazy life. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> and life, as you can tell, yeah. it's explicit already. Here we go. <laughs> life is crazy, but it's all about finding those people that you care about. So welcome to episode one of We Go Off. Yeah, that's so, going to be great. It's going to be great. So basically, got to intro ourselves and who we are. So my name is Pam. I'm a 23-year-old, and I work for a marketing agency in New Mexico. What about you, Ethan? Ooh, okay. Well, it's, mine is not as exciting. I work as a pharmacy technician. I am a little uh, fourth fourth year person who has worked this and so wow four years four years it's a, it's entirely wild for Impressive. real but um yeah i work for a retail chain and also work here in new mexico how funny how that works huh anyway we definitely thought it'd be funny to talk about how we met each other it, isn't it a funny story right Ethan? oh my god <laughs> you don't even have to go there so if you haven't gathered by now, I'm gay, and we have our straight little friend over here, Pamela. <laughs> I'm straight. Yes, yes, yes. Not that it matters, but Not that it matters, good you know. Good to know. <laughs> we have a whole spectrum here, you know. We were born this way, baby. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah, the story of how we met was kind of crazy. So I was on a first date, or supposed to be on a first date, right. with uh, one of our mutual friends, mm -hmm. and um, I went to pick him up from a car crash and all well, of his well not pick him up okay, okay. let's, let's, I, I, let's, yeah, let's yeah, start let's... off sorry I, I probably should have started basically i was at the what we call a, a river of lights in albuquerque with a few friends and so we had a good time we were enjoying ourselves but then we all decided to leave and we all drove separately but of course um my friend he uh, unfortunately got in a car crash while trying to meet um you know, Ethan. So uh, Ethan graciously was like, I'll meet you at the car crash site. <laughs> well, it was one of my other friends. I was talking with her and she, I was like, I was supposed to meet this guy for a date. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so I talked to her and she was like, you go and meet the guy. That's what you do, Ethan. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. And so I, I get, go over there and I uh, meet all of his best friends. <laughs> yeah, so just to preface, there was like six of us there. It was a pretty big group to the River of Lights. So, you know, we all followed him. We saw him getting the crash. And so we all like stopped and we were there. And so it was a whole event. But basically, oh gosh, this yeah. poor Ethan, first time he's ever met any of us, ever has met this guy. It was such a huge thing. And so I could see he was feeling a little uncomfortable because it was, you know, a huge ordeal. There was cops there to get the report oh, and everything yeah. and so i just nine yards yeah it was a huge thing i just remember the walking. parents were there <laughs> oh my god talk about meeting your parents on the first day let me parents say. best friends oh. all of the above yeah you kind of got the mashup of it all it was baptism by fire <laughs> and we're talking straight lava so <laughs> but yeah so roll up there and Pam is one of the first people that talks to me so yeah, I'm just... there and I of course go and check on our friend and then I go over to like this group because all of them were standing in a circle and I'm like so nervous and so I they kind of edge away and they let me into the group and Pam's the first one so she's like so uh how's your night going <laughs> I'm like well how do you it's going i'm like this guy i was supposed to go on a date with is in a crash and then like honestly we just 
bonded from there, honestly. Yeah. And Pam always just made me feel comfortable. So oh, it was... you're so sweet. I mean, it definitely was one of those moments of I felt for him. I mean, this definitely isn't your first thought situation of how you're going to meet someone and their friends. But, I mean, I could tell right off the bat that he was such a cool, cool kid. And I was like, I got to be friends with him. He sounds like so much fun. So... That's how we started talking, and then throughout the past few years, we kind of got closer and closer, and now we're besties, aren't Aww. we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> also, I want to just circle back to something you said. What? We are the same age. So, <laughs> cool <Okay>. kid over <laughs> here makes you sound like you're some older person. You know Not that there's anything wrong with that. My personality, but... I'm the age of like a 35-year-old woman. Like, Girl, that's how I, I feel. That. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I have the mind of, like, a 40-year-old, but I have, like, I don't know, the actions of a 16-year-old, and it's, it doesn't add up, you it's know? It's very confusing. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I feel like that's just anyone in their 20s. You feel like you're emotionally mature, but at the same time, you do immature things. Oh, it's, hell yeah. It differs in, for every person, but personally, I... I feel like I definitely have both traits. I'm old, but young at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> We're the oldest young souls you'll ever meet, you know? Ain't that the truth, but what a wild story, but I'm definitely grateful as much as the whole intro kind of was awkward and definitely uncomfortable, I feel that I met a great person through it, and... Now here we are doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this has been in the works for months, to be honest. Let's it be has. real. I mean, for anyone who wants to start a podcast, it takes some time. There's a lot of planning, preparation you have to go through, and it's never going to be perfect, but you just got to stick through it and just keep it going. <laughs> I mean, even today, the, today is like one of our first days recording, and we have spent like the past like hour and a half trying to figure this out. Even the right. microphone, we didn't even know how to turn it on. Like, oh my God, like... He's got a preface. We do have a couple of drinks in us. So we do. We do. You know, we're not completely sober, but we're having a good time talking with each other and creating this podcast. So you do what you do, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> of course, you know. So we're here. I'm queer and <laughs> ready for another beer. So here we there go. There you go. <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> okay, but you brought up a good point. I gotta talk about, have you met other people in such weird situations or, like, weird introductions? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. As <laughs> a gay it. man, like, right. the way that you meet people is sometimes in the back alley. And I don't mean to say that in a derogatory sense. I'm just saying <laughs> the, the situations that arise just are always so confrontational, you know? And, right. I mean... Even back in the day, uh, I mean, we both grew up religious, and yeah. we would both go door-to-door, -door, knocking on people's doors. Right. Even sometimes those encounters, I I would venture to say, were very intense and, and insane. Like, I, yeah. the, the people who would answer the doors, I would be like, oh, my God, like, congratulations, nice <laughs> to meet you. I'm like, oh, I my mean, God. I mean, you definitely meet a variety of people. I mean, I also feel like, especially in party situations, Oh yeah. yeah, there are so many people you meet that you just kind of, you're not expecting it, but you just kind of go with the flow, you know? Oh, my and God. And it is raining and thundering out there. This is the first rainstorm we've had in a few months, so we're pretty excited. We're actually really excited. We're both staring out this window all the time. <laughs> I did a little rain dance, so like, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but I definitely brought the rain. <laughs> She's <kidding>. Lady Gaga <laughs> over here. Let me tell you, folks, it's raining on me tsunami. Like, <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. But, no, I, I get what you're saying, Ethan. There's a lot of people you meet in weird situations, and I think for me, 
I'll have to say, the other day at FX, when we went on Friday, oh lord, I met this guy, and it was just so funny. So Ethan is the king of meeting people everywhere. He will meet someone at a wine festival and be like, oh yeah, that's Bridget, right? And I'm like, how do you remember her name? I'm yeah. so bad with names. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. But of course, flash, or flash forward to FX where at FX and he's like, oh, I know that person. I know that person. So he goes over, greets them. And I'm just like, you know, that odd person in the middle of the dance floor. Like, should I do the robot? Like, what should I do, right? <laughs> like, just trying to blend in. But then there's this other guy and I was like, hey, because he was friends of the guy you were talking to. Well, no, but they weren't actually friends. That's what we found they out later. They weren't friends? No, exactly. This guy was just trying to hit You're on the kidding. person I knew. Yeah. <laughs> we're learning this in real time, folks, by the way. Okay, wait. Um, so you're telling me this guy you were hitting on was trying to get with this other guy? Yeah. That no, I became yeah, friends Yeah, exactly. With. So there was me and this other, fr- other man. Let's call him Fred. Fred was also trying to get with my friend that i knew for a long time and so it was just fred is a guy i was friends with yeah that you became friends with by the end of this interaction we were all taking fireball shots and i mean i feel like that's just the way that it goes right that's just life but i mean i will also say that me and pam are very much extroverts right yes indeed um, you know, we walk into a room and I will say, especially for Pam, like she will light up a room. Like wow. I've had multiple friends that I've introduced you to that will say that. Like they were are saying that Pam is amazing. She's a bright light. So, you know, we're approachable. Oh my goodness. And that was a burp. That, <laughs> okay. That's that, but let's that just alcohol, preface. But. He obviously only wants me to keep going on this podcast. So he's complimenting me too much. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm singing but, her praises because oh, it's true. Well, thank you. But... I get where you're coming from. Extroverts, I feel like especially you kind of get thrown in the situation and you make the best of it. You find yes. people you're comfortable with or people that you're like, I think I can talk to them and you just yeah. approach them. So that's kind of what I did with this Fred guy. I approached him. I was like, what's up, Fred? I'm with him. I get where we're like kind of like left out because you all were having your own like handy dandy conversation. And okay, I was like, listen, I haven't seen this person since like sophomore year of high school. Okay, wow. like so we had a lot to catch up on, right. and like I had a crush on this guy for a long time. So like wow. you know there was a lot of um, feelings arising in that <laughs> moment. And so, but she's the best wing woman you could ever ask for. So like. <laughs> Any situation that I bring her into, she's like, okay. She's like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen, but let's go for it. So I just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I provide her another choice, you know? <laughs> I mean, but like I said, Fred was a huge homie, but he also was the one that was like, let's do fireball shots. And I was like, sure, Fred. Fireball shots it is. <laughs> Freaking Fred. That was a wild night. But it I was. mean, it's kind of, I feel like many of you can relate. You just go with the flow you find people you're like hey i think i can strike up a conversation with them and then you may never know you could be best friends by the end of the year or in a few years it kind of develops into something more so well yeah and i mean to be honest like with me and you we had a gradual friendship right Mm -hmm. like um at first that we would just see each other at parties we would just hang out mutually with the group of friends that you were attached to um and it was crazy because, like, over time, like, I was like, oh, my God, I love this girl. <laughs> we had so Same. much in common. Right. Like, it was just, like, it, it was like meeting a, a little twin flame. Like, I don't know how else to explain <laughs> it. Like <laughs> twin flame. Yeah. But I agree. That's kind of how it is with me, too. And so I think 
I don't know. It's very interesting. It's kind of like you have to be open to new friendships and new relationships in general because totally you never know when you're going to meet someone that you really bond with and you have so much in common. I mean, because when I first met you, I was kind of doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Like, let me bring this guy in. This poor guy is put in a real rough situation and now yeah. this is where it's come. So, like, it's super cool to see. Oh, my goodness. Oh! <laughs> but I would say, like, is there anything definitive like is there a time in your life that like this was like a really weird interaction i'm not, I'm not saying like you're friends with this person anymore because i feel like all of us have had that i know for me like there's been like times that like i'm not not that i'm a whore and not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that we we Nothing love and praise everyone we love promiscuity but um there was a time where i was on a hookup <laughs> and um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay, wait. So you're on a hookup. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I was, well, you know, it, it was just one of those nights. I, I just needed some. Need some I needed dick. some. Okay, all right. Well, let's break let's it down real. to that. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. So I go to this guy's house, right? And it was a very weird situation from the beginning, right? Okay. Because I show up and um, the guy said, through the dating app, um, do not come into the house until I turned the lights on. Oh my god, that's yeah. kind of creepy. It was really kind Were of... Were you scared that he was a serial killer? Does I that mean, ever cross your mind? Listen, okay, it's sometimes the thrill of it all. Okay, oh, so... <laughs> okay, work You're it. going into these situations not knowing what's going to happen. So, right. um... I mean, not that that's what you want. I want to be alive. I want to be alive. Like, my I roommates knew my situation, like, everything. Like, that's important. Make sure people know where you're at when you're on these, like, these little hookups. But right. anyways, so I go to meet this guy at his house. Um, I'm outside for, like, ten minutes before he finally turns on the light. Damn. And, I mean, his pictures, he was really cute, like, everything. So I was, like, I was very trusting. I mean, I was also, like, 19 years old. So right. not the best judgment. That frontal lobe is still not developed. <laughs> we're, we're growing it. So um, You live and you learn. Yeah, for sure. So I go into this house, and there's drug paraphernalia <gasps> everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, anything that you could think of. Like, you know, the little things that they use for all those substances it was it was just everywhere and i was oh, i'm not really what a like mess. and so no wonder he's like wait until i turn on the light yeah exactly so um we go upstairs and we start fooling around right? right um things are getting hot and heavy whatever and his phone is on the nightstand table next to his bed Okay. and so at a certain point i start hearing buzzing and so like my ears like percolate and i'm like oh my god what's going on mm -hmm. so i look over and i see his phone is ringing and i'm it's an unknown number so i tell the guy i was like um do you need to get that and mind you we it's getting hot and heavy so like clothes You're are off like deep of it. oh we're in the deep of right. it yeah 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 and so he goes like white as a ghost <gasps> and he's like <gasps> and like he literally audibly gasped and he's like i need you to get into the bathroom <gasps> oh my god yeah yeah and so i'm like over here like what and so I don't grab my clothes. I don't grab anything. You but just ride. You're like, I'm in danger. I well, saw no, but here's the worst part. Because I am Gen Z, right? So I, <laughs> I, I grab my phone of anything. And so I go to the bathroom, which is like attached to the bedroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, he puts me in there and he's like, stay here until I tell you. And I'm like, sounds like okay. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, girl, I, I might as well be in Breaking Bad. Like it's here in Albuquerque. We're, it, we're in it right now. So. Right. Um, 
so anyways yeah so he puts me in the bathroom and um he shuts the door and all of a sudden i hear something scooting up against the door and i'm like wait no 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 i don't i don't even know so like uh, it was like i maybe a nightstand or something or not nightstand it was like a dresser or something was in the hallway and um anyways he puts it up against the door and i'm like no 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 I'm crazy. Like, it, nothing's it's happening right now. Head, it, it, it's right? in my head. Right. And so I go to jiggle the door handle. No movement. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, my gosh. So oh, no. I'm in full panic mode. So, like I said, my roommate knows where I'm at. And so I uh, call her, and I'm like, girl, I'm locked in the bathroom, and I don't know what's going on. And, like, I'm, like, in full panic mode, right? Oh, and no. so... um she's like, oh my God, Ethan, like, tell me, tell me what's going on. Like, how, how can I help you? And it sounds like footsteps are coming towards the bathroom. So I'm, uh, the worst case scenario is that for him to think that I was on the phone, like telling, tattletaling on him or whatever. So like, I'm like, I gotta go. And so I hang up. <laughs> right. And so I like quickly like scan this bathroom, trying to find anything. I look under the sink, I find a bong and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess this is going to be our weapon of choice. Like, so I'm in full panic mode, right? And it, anyways, like the footsteps evade and they go like away. I'm in this bathroom for like 20 minutes, right? Oh my God. Um, and so any logical person by this point would probably be sufficiently freaked out. I mean, I had my phone. I could have called the cops. But also it was a little enticing. Like I said, the, the allure of a little bit of the, the craziness. Danger. Oh, the, like, danger the danger of it. Danger yeah. Makes me a little hooked. I exactly, exactly. Okay, but also it's still a little creepy. I preface. <laughs> but I get where you're coming from. Like you said, you're, what, 19? You're yeah. You're kind of living life, going for the the dare or whatever. So. Girl, I didn't even have a two in my name yet. Like, <laughs> two, two in my age yet. What am I saying? But I literally didn't even know up from down, left from right. Like, I was just in this world free and Fancy free? I don't even know. But anyways. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Fun, fancy, fancy free. free. There yes. we go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, after all of this ordeal, um, I finally hear whatever was blocking the door scoot away from the door. Mm-hmm. The guy opens the door, and before I can say anything, he's like, I'm sorry I kept you in there so long, but I did it to protect you. Oh, my God. So did you? Did he ever tell you who that was? No. No. Nothing. But no context. No context at all. <laughs> Like, I was like, but he, like, shut me up because I was about to, like, lay into him. And then I was like, oh, that's, like, kind of hot, kind of hot, kind of romantic. Like, I was there for a mission, right? So, right. Um. anyways, after that happens, like, I was disarmed and we go back to where we're at. I mean, we're already naked, like, you know. So, anyways, 30 seconds later, this guy finishes. He rolls over. And he pulls up the dating app that we had just talked on, like, maybe an hour or two before. And he's like, you can leave now. Oh, my God. I'm still on the bed like a bastard turkey over here. <laughs> okay. So, let me, let me get this straight. You go, you're about to have sex, then he locks you into a bathroom for 20 minutes. So, that 20 minutes lasted longer than your 30-second sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, we're going to have phenomenal sex. This I mean, is going to be amazing like this is like some capture like capture like um i don't even know what i don't know it's almost like Like, sounds like a movie not gonna lie yeah right you know he protects you he gets you safe from whatever bad guy first off i'm a little like 
It makes me uncomfortable. He never, like, cared to address the fact that he put you in the bathroom for 20 minutes without any context. Agreed. agreed. And then he just told you to leave. Yeah, it's kind of rude. But, no. I mean, you meet some weird people. <laughs> oh, you. Excuse me. Not I mean, I do. I, I do. I didn't mean, like, pointed at you. But just in general, anyone has met some interesting people. Oh, That's my God. Yeah. Gotta top the cake, man. That is crazy. No, yeah. <laughs> and just to finish it out, like, so I go back home. I run into my roommate that I had called. She's in full panic mode. She was ready to send the whole <laughs> arsenal after me, the military, she had whatever. Like everyone on speed yeah, dial like, ready to go. <laughs> so she's like, what the hell happened? I was like, it's a rough night. Okay. Like I just Aww. didn't even want to know. I was like, I'll tell you later. And I go into the bathroom and I just cry. I cry for like an hour. But anyways, it was like a lesson learned. Like obviously get to know the person, find out if they're a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yes. it's important. So <laughs> This is an important lesson to learn. But yeah, I mean, just, it's it was crazy, and I learned my lesson, and I've never been in a situation like that since. But, oh, good. <laughs> I mean, just even, like, talking with you, Pam, like, every day at work, like, I feel like we run into situations with, like, our patients and clients, and it's right. like... It's wild, right? It's, yeah, there's so many unique people in this world. And I'm not trying to, like, bash anyone's beliefs. Just, like, straight up. You are entitled to your own opinion. You can have whatever thought, belief you feel. But I definitely feel that I can have my own opinions and thoughts as well. And so I get where you're coming from. When you work in a job that you deal with a lot of people, you meet a lot of very unique individuals that have their own opinions and so it just kind of shocks me a little bit because I was at an event a while ago and I was meeting a bunch of people. You know, you kind of have to, like, talk with a lot of people, especially in the job that I do. Oh, totally. And, um, yeah, there's just some <laughs> – I know everyone knows some people that are, like, heavy on conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. And so it was one of those individuals, and he was so heavy on these conspiracy theories. He's like – was, were, are we talking aluminum cap? Like, what are we talking? Like, incense? I mean, look, yeah, you're not wrong. He really was just kind of, like, implementing. He's like, the government is after us. They have, like, all of these devices in our homes that are, like, stalking us. He's like, they're going to come take us from our homes, and then they're going to use Cheese us. Cheese and crackers? Yeah, oh, like, my gosh. I mean, I can't tell you everything, like, 100%, because I kind of didn't understand probably half of what he said. But it was very much kind of talking about how the government is out to kill us all and we're all gonna die and it's you know i definitely think there's corruption in a lot of aspects in life in oh the government, yeah but like i definitely think government's not out to kill us because they don't have people that they can govern if they try to kill us all yeah <laughs> for me that was the, the little kicker i was like all right man you have a good oh, one. Oh my god yeah you enjoy your conspiracy theories but i definitely am not following <laughs> <laughs> It That's was... great. Awesome. <laughs> right. Proud just... of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just kind of go with the flow. You just let them talk and you kind of, I mean, I guess in every conspiracy theory, there's like little sense in it, meaning there's something that starts that makes sense, but then it branches off to the extreme. Oh, That's yeah. kind of how I feel with conspiracy theories. It's very much... I understand your focal point, but then once you keep continuing off and, like, talking about how aliens are already on this planet and all this stuff, granted, who knows, they might be. But at the same time, it's not something that you're going to, like, widely broadcast and, like, scream to everyone that, like, you obviously know you're right. Oh, to my me, God, yeah. It's like a of... crazy partner who just goes off and they're like, 
oh my god, I found the, a sock on the floor. You're you obviously yeah. cheating on me. It's like I'm like, <laughs> right. girl, like it's just a sock. Yeah. Like you know, like it's like people who go zero to one hundred in two seconds. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's very much like. It's not logic-based. I know that for a fact. So kind of, how are you getting to point A to B? Because, like, yes, at exactly. this point, you got to point A to Z, but without all the, like, letters in the Do middle. Do you even know the alphabet? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I guess I don't. But... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, not, I'm not saying you. I'm talking about them. <laughs> no, but true. But, like, oh, that's my God. kind of how it feels. Very much you think... Point A to B, I could follow, but they go point A to Z, and then it's like, so wait a minute, what about all the other letters in between? Yeah, yeah, There's totally. no context, and it kind of just goes extreme. Like, it's interesting. I know a lot of us have looked at stuff like that, and you're intrigued by it, but it's very powerful to feel like you're going to surround your whole life by following these conspiracies. No, That's exactly. what blows my mind, is like, I understand you could be interested or maybe be intrigued by these things, but... Changing your whole lifestyle because of, like, a few conspiracy theories you follow is kind of a little odd to me, not mm -hmm. going to lie. No, I agree. And I, I it, it's very short-sighted in terms of, like, focal point, right? Like, right. I feel like in order to fully encapture life, you've got to come into it with an open mind. Right. And a lot of these conspiracy theories do close people off from the reality that is like out there for real exactly. and i mean i get it like you know it's sometimes i think because we are like children of like science fiction and like we've been um indoctrinated by like that type of culture i definitely feel that like we are more inclined to believe like oh what if what if there is something crazy going right. on but at the same time it's just we're here on this earth and like honestly like if something that insane was going on i feel like there'd be at least maybe more merit to it, more people believing like it. Breadcrumb, like, a breadcrumb, something exactly. that kind of leads yeah, you yeah, that yeah. way. I mean, I know for a while there are aliens was a conspiracy theorist, and I know, like, some stuff has been released about that to support that. But granted, that's always been something that kind of had more, like, umph to it, I guess what I'm trying well, to yeah, say. Well, yeah, because, I mean, who thinks that we're in this universe alone? Alone, like, yeah. It's yeah, a very exactly. individualistic mind thought. So, you know, it's very... To me, that doesn't make sense. But... You know, to backtrack, since I've met some weird people at work, I gotta hear about the people you've met oh, at work. Because I know you've oh, had met a whole variety of people. Listen, you know, in pharmacy, I love it. I'm happy that I could provide patient care. It's right. great. But mm -hmm. um, working in a retail setting, you know, I gotta be honest. It's just, we have a lot of people who just do not understand. And I think it maybe it has more to do with human nature than anything. Yeah. Because people fall into patterns right so right. i have a lot of patients who i know if i say certain verbiage or um anything it's gonna set them off it's for instance yeah, yes. yeah yeah say that you paid ten dollars the last time and this time it's 1333 you're gonna lose it like i i just know <laughs> that if i i see it i see what you paid the last time and what you paid this time and if i tell you okay ma'am your prescription today is gonna be 1333 she's gonna be like what I only paid $10 last time. What are you talking about? And it's right. just like, I mean, I get it, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to survive and live this Make life. Make ends meet. Yeah, yeah exactly. but it's just, you get a lot of, lot of colorful characters in the pharmacy, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the problem with that especially is people, I like, you understand their frustration because I think we all understand, like, rising costs, things like that. It's struggling, and it makes mm -hmm. it difficult for you to make ends meet. But they 
put that frustration and they like you know project it on you like it's oh, all yeah. your your fault because i have to pay three dollars more when exactly it's very I've been much a, I've not been a, my problem yeah. like i can't i wish i could help you like i know you've told me you try your best to give people like discounts anything you possibly can to help them oh yeah and totally. so it's very much like i understand your frustration but like why are you putting all the blame on me it's not like i can do much about the problem yeah you're talking to the wrong person <laughs> like i am a, a little what are we even gonna say i'm I'm a little ant in the anthill yeah like whole like freaking alien ship on top yeah exactly like (laughs) we're we're talking these alien ants it's wild out there we're wilding (laughs) they can't abduct you right like that's not gonna work that way exactly so (laughs) So, but yeah just in pharmacy like you know we do get very colorful characters like i i have had like people who have you know like yes of course cursed me out because of the copay or whatever we have people who are very kind like we have some patients who just bring us cakes on the regular because they well, just appreciate so us. Sweet. Like, it's cute. But I'm trying to think, like, I know we've had, like, some crazy patients in the pharmacy. Pharma- oh, my goodness. I am sorry. Um, <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> but in the pharmacy, we have had some, like, crazy patients, right? And um, I remember, like, there has been a time where uh, I had this person come up to the pharmacy. And, you know, it was a very sweet interaction like i commented on their panic at the disco shirt that they were wearing and uh, you know they were really lit up and excited by it and so they ended up leaving that day and the following day they had to pick up a a, another prescription so they came back to the pharmacy Mm -hmm. and um they come up and uh they're talking with me and they're saying right at the beginning they're like okay so I just want to get this out of the way. They're like, hey. <laughs> I just want to let you know that I find you super adorable. Oh. And I would like to get your number <gasps> if you're okay with it. <laughs> and so at the time I was dating someone, right? Right. And so I'm a very loyal, monogamous person when it comes to relationships. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, right away I was just like, thank you so much for that but like like, i'm in a relationship (laughs) right and so as we're going through this interaction like literally they asked this at the beginning we i hadn't even pulled the prescription off the shelf so like we haven't got it (laughs) wrong into the system nothing we haven't even helped them like first item of business like give me your number (laughs) hi how are you give me your number yeah that's what we're dealing with so this person (laughs) oh my god it was quick and so I felt so bad, so I'm awkwardly over here trying to like get the prescription ready to be prepared as for a release. As yeah, like. <laughs> but so I'm over here making like conversation. I'm like, so how's the weather outside? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm not an awkward person most of the time, but like in this situation, like somebody like had expressed their feelings for how they felt about me, I mean, and like I can't even yeah. like accept it. They so really like, put you on the spot. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to make a long story short, like by the end of it, like um. I was just trying to talk with the person. I could tell that they were defeated. Not defeated, because that makes me sound like I was, like, expecting it. But, <laughs> like... It was like, all me. No. But no. they definitely, like, they came in with the mindset of they were going to get your number. And yeah, exactly. And, I mean, yeah. I, I was just trying to diffuse the awkwardness of the situation. So, by the end of it, I tell this person, I'm like, if you want to add me on Instagram, we could still be friends. It's Ethan. <laughs> it, it Blah, blah, blah. And, like, this person's like okay yeah whatever and so they grab the med and like they disappear 
shortly afterwards they transferred out of the pharmacy. So wow. I just I felt so bad though because like I I feel in customer service like you have to present this nice kind face and sometimes it it does lead to the wrong impression or maybe it's just not that time or moment and so like we have had awkward introductions with people because yeah. Um, I would I would venture to say that me and you are very very kind-hearted individuals and we're very yeah. nice and sometimes that gets perceived as, as you're flirting. Okay. Yeah. You, you got me on a whole other topic. So I I get exactly where you're coming from and I've always felt kind of uncomfortable with someone coming up to me while I'm working for a yeah. company and asking personal information because like I understand like okay yeah maybe you might be interested and I respect that like I understand it but at the same time while you're working that isn't the time to come up and project all this you know flattery or you know interest on you because what are you gonna do you can't really do much while you're on the clock yeah i know movies and shows kind of you know oh i'm gonna make out with you because i'm super into you like that's definitely not realistic one bit well yeah so i mean speaking on that (laughs) when i uh i used to work in the entertainment center and um, I was, like you said, very friendly because I feel like that's definitely my way of um, doing good customer service, kind of helping people out, being friendly and nice. And uh, I guess I was too friendly with this one individual and he thought I was flirting with him. <laughs> so, you know, fast Yikes. forward, he's like doing all the stuff at the entertainment center and then he comes to this counter where I was at and he basically is checking me up and down and i could obviously tell he was interested but i was not into it at all (laughs) i was already dating someone it wasn't very much a you know i guess i felt like yeah yeah. it wasn't very mutual i didn't feel like i gave him the signs that i was interested but sure enough he asked for my number it was like oh you hot you want to go out it was just just like no Um, I appreciate your, you know, your flattery or, um, I guess the guts and the nerve you have to come up to me and like risk it all and ask me out. But I definitely feel anyone out there, don't do it while they're on working hours. Like wait until they're off of work or something to like try and do something of that nature because that puts you in a very tight situation, especially when you're working. And then, <laughs> I guess for me, I was especially, I was the laughing stock of the entire work for that day. Because oh people were like, ha ha, like this guy was after you, he was flirting with you hard. And I was like, <laughs> not that I tried to do that to him, but yeah, exactly. it no. just kind of sometimes happens. And it's because people perceive kindness as flirtatious vibes. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case for everyone. <laughs> so I get where you're coming from. It's very difficult. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, on the other side of the coin, too, like, you know, um, I've known of coworkers who, it, this is a HIPAA violation, so, like, it's not great. <laughs> right. But <clears throat> they would, like, find someone that they were attracted to, and then they would... Find their information? Find their information <gasps> through our system. See, that's just and, wrong. <laughs> oh, it's so wrong. And so, um, like, yeah, I do not condone that behavior at all. But where I was going with that is, like, one of our district coordinators, he was so funny about it because he's like, I don't care if you find this person attractive. That's right. great. He's like, at least step out of the pharmacy if you're going <laughs> to talk to them. They're like, step out of the pharmacy, and then you could go get their number. They're like, go take a little five-minute break, take a little lap around the right. location, and if you run into them, be like, hey, can I get your number? But, like, I just, I feel like work 
while I do understand that like you can meet whoever you're in rom- going to be romantically involved with anywhere, right? I feel like doing that at work is just kind of a no-no to be. I agree. I mean, and especially with work, there's after hours for a reason. Yeah, (laughs) And so for anyone who has someone you're crushing with at work or you really want to get to know more, you know them and you see them on a regular basis. So definitely do it after hours. Like find a way to find that person after hours or like shoot your shot after the clock because if anything... Shoot your shot after the clock? I feel like we need to make that phrase happen. Shoot the shot after the clock. Woo! But I just mean that in a, the most positive way. Like, I understand you can't, it's hard to resist urges, but it just makes everyone involved more comfortable, so. Yeah, totally. On another note, though, we probably got to end this episode, but on the oh, next yeah. episode, we'll definitely have to talk about crazy things we've seen at work. You oh, agree? Oh, my God. I know we've lot. worked in some situations where you've seen some crazy crazy shit <laughs> we're tractors for it so here we go i don't know but, <laughs> so funny but thank you so much for listening with us this week yes i appreciate it and welcome to episode one i know we kind of started at a certain point and then branched off but that's kind of what you're gonna get with this podcast of we go off i know exactly that's what we're gonna do we're gonna go off each week and who knows where it's gonna go you <laughs> know it's gonna end exactly but we appreciate y'all and we hope to see you next week yeah bye, bye.